0: Have you ever had this thought? I can never seem to get ahead. Or maybe this one. I have no idea what I'm doing. We've been there, and you probably have too. Unfortunately, confusion and frustration are normal for men today. Comparison, escapism, and all kinds of regrets usually have one of these involved. The good news is this no matter which one you're dealing with, the answer is the same. Focus on the fundamentals. Most of the outer issues we face can be improved or even solved by dealing with a few inner markers we call the fundamentals. We believe you can begin to take your life to the next level by becoming strong in the fundamentals of your life. So we wrote a free PDF called The 4D Model, Mastering the Fundamentals of Real Success. This PDF will show you what the four fundamentals are and how these key areas are foundational to the success of every man. You'll learn how to start a journey within that transforms the way you live your life and navigate your circumstances. Now, why did we make this PDF? So you can have a tool to learn how to focus on the four fundamentals. Because when you do, long-lasting success can happen in your life. Get your free copy of the 4D Model of Success at thrivingman.com.
1: Have you ever noticed that things get really weird when you're by yourself for too long? Yeah,
0: kind of like Lawnchair Larry. Who's uh, lawn Chair Larry? Lawnchair Larry, if uh, you may know it, it's an old story of a guy who had an idea of flying mm-hmm. in a lawn chair with weather balloons. Okay. So it happened in California, and he literally did it. He got all these weather balloons, and this was his idea. He got a lawn chair, hooked them up to the lawn chair, and had, a I think, a pellet gun or a BB gun, and he was going to shoot them to slowly descend. Well, as he went up, I think he dropped his gun and ended up going up into uh, where planes are flying in. Oh, my. And he finally came down, got caught in power wires, in, in the power lines, it didn't electrocute him, amazingly. And when he got down, he had a fine to pay, but he became super famous. But the weird part is, 11 years later, he took his life. Oh, my gosh. Yep. He he had got all the recognition and everything, but then he couldn't get a job, and, and things just didn't turn out good for him. Dang.
1: That's brutal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that, you know, you really realize that sometimes we look at people one way and we think, oh, they got it together. Mm. But not everybody does.
1: Yeah. And it also goes to show that like, if you even if you get famous yeah. and get a bunch of recognition and people are still telling your story decades later, yeah, it doesn't end up making that much of a difference.
0: No, no. It doesn't really have a lot to do with what we've been talking about, about emotional strength.
1: Yeah. And the point of today and as you guys are going to see emotional strength is a team sport it's not an individual thing and we're going to discuss why on the show today
0: this is the thriving man podcast with david and reese maxwell these weekly shows are designed to help you remove the confusion from your life and make real progress with your growth No matter where you are or where you're going, we're here to help you live a life you can be proud of. So welcome to The Thriving Man Podcast.
1: Welcome to The Thriving Man Podcast, where our goal is to help you get out of survival mode and into living a life that you can be proud of. I'm Reese, And I'm David. And he's my dad. And today we're discussing why emotional strength is a team sport. Mm -hmm. Here's the truth. You can't just will your way into emotional strength. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think a lot of guys, like, we want to do it on our own. We're like, oh, yeah, I got this. Yeah. But it just doesn't work emotionally.
0: Well, it's like sometimes we, we look at it in a weird way because physically, sometimes you do that. Physically, sometimes you can just, all right, I'm going to muscle through. I'm going to climb the hill. I'm going to run the mile. I'm going to lift this weight right. or whatever. And, so, and sometimes if we just kind of suck it up and do it, we can get some things done physically. It's what men are good at. Right. That's true. But emotionally, it's very different. It's not the same. Yeah. With physical, it's possible. I mean, it's not easy.
1: I think a lot of people will start out excited and then fizzle out and then quit. But it is possible. Mm -hmm. People have done it. With emotional, it's pretty much impossible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you try to do it on your own, it's just hard. Yeah. We weren't created to be by ourselves all the time. And that's why, I mean, we saw it during COVID. So many people were by themselves And then rates of depression went up and all these other people just got really kind of weirded out during it.
1: Yeah. And I think we all have a vague sense that we do need people, Mm -hmm. but let's, in this podcast, kind of get into the specifics. What do you think is one reason why we, as men, need other people for emotional strength?
0: Well, when you get around a group of people, it kind of multiplies the power that you have available in your life. Yeah. It's not just you having to rely on yourself. Okay. You know, if you've ever been around someone who sometimes they, you're kind of down and then they encourage you and you feel up. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something that we, we just kind of see it, but we don't really think that much about it. Mm -hmm. But we all need that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And when you're by yourself, really, you're only as strong as your weakest day. Yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately, if you aren't having a good day Mm -hmm. and there's nobody else there, I mean that you're just kind of done.
0: Well, you can easily make compromises. I'll put it yeah. like that. When I was in, when I first went into recovery, they talked about that you don't prepare for the good days. Mm. You prepare for the days where you don't feel like being good. Yeah, you know, because cause the truth is, you know, your willpower can only last so long. Right. You know, no matter how strong you are, mm-hmm. every one of us has those moments where we just don't care. We're weak whatever. And sometimes we need that person to come alongside and just say, Hey, I think you can do this or let me help you. Well,
1: I'll I'll give you a great example. Me and ice cream. Mm -hmm. If I have a good thing of ice cream at the house, now if it's trash ice cream, I'm not going to be that tempted. But if it's like a good Bluebell or Mm -hmm. something like Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. or, or I don't know any other really good brands besides Bluebell, maybe Ben and Jerry's, Bluebell or Ben and Jerry's Jerry's in the fridge. I'm only going to last so long. I may be able to fight it for a day or for a week, but it's not going to be forever.
0: Yeah, it's true. One time I made these uh, caramel shortbread desserts, and they were really good. And I made it for an event we did, Mm -hmm. and a bunch of people ate them, but there was a bunch left over. And I mean, for the next few days, Mm -hmm. they called to me, and I ate way – I ended up throwing – a bunch of them away, yeah, because I just kept eating them, <laughs> yeah, every meal. Oh, yep. I just have, I just have one, yeah, and then oh well, just a little snack. Yeah. And by the end, of I eaten six or seven of them by the end of the day, and I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't do this. Uh, this
1: is super nerdy, but it made me think of in Lord of the Rings where Denethor is standing on top of the funeral pyre, yeah, and he says, "You may triumph on the field of battle for a day." <laughs> But against the power that has risen in the east, there can be no victory. Yeah, yep. and then that's he throws true. down the fire. That's that's ice cream for me. Yeah, I yeah. can't I can't fight the I can't fight the ice cream.
0: Well, and and we do that with everything. I mean, you know, you'll see guys physically. I'm going to get in shape and I'm then for, work out for two yeah. weeks. They're on it. They're mm-hmm. they're sticking to their diet. They're doing the workout. But two to three weeks later. They they miss one day or they miss one thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's usually just to crash down. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you try to do it by yourself all the time, it's just not good. It's not going to help you.
1: Yeah. And when we're by ourselves, we get inside our own head sometimes. We do. So like on, on one realm, your willpower is limited. On yeah. another realm, your brain can sometimes just veer off into weird land. Like yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been thinking through something mm-hmm. and I talk with somebody about it and they're like well, really, you could just do that. Or, well, really, it's more just like this. And you're like, oh, yeah. And it turns out you were walking in a circle without even knowing it. And the person's
0: like, why are you walking in a circle mentally? i like, I guess I should stop. Well, when I first started into business, it was was funny because I I came out of doing ministry for so long. And so I went to some conferences and and things. And one of the things I learned, and I was doing, Mm -hmm. a lot of people work on their business so much that they never start. Mm. They keep waiting. It's got to be perfect. Yeah, I've got to have everything perfect. And there's this tendency in us to do that with everything in our life. Yeah. And one of the biggest things they say is just get started. Yep. Even if it's not perfect, just get started. Mm-hmm. And and so I went ahead and started the podcast, started doing all this stuff when the quality wasn't as good and all this, but it gets you to the next one. Yeah. And and I think a lot of times we do that in our life. We yeah. think, well, I'm going to start when I can do it perfectly. You know, when I can really do it perfectly, then I'll start. But until then, I'm going to do nothing. Yeah. And we do that with a lot of our lives. And a lot of that's our emotions because we're fearful or we've gotten in our own head and we're just overthinking it all the time.
1: Yeah. I remember I was watching an interview of John Maxwell, who's literally written like 70 books. Mm -hmm. And people asked him, they were like, hey, man, I'm thinking about writing this book. How do do you write a book? What's the best way to do it? And he says, nobody likes his answer because his answer is just start. Mm-hmm. just start writing. Yeah. If you don't start writing, you're never going to start writing. Yeah. And yeah. and they don't like that because for them, they do want it to be perfect. But yeah. sometimes we need that outward voice that's like, hey, you've been contemplating this, go for it. Yeah. Or maybe you're starting something and they're like, hey, maybe you, sh- maybe you shouldn't, you mm-hmm. know, maybe you mm-hmm. shouldn't do that. It's good to have that outside voice to bring you outside of yourself.
0: Yeah. And they help you kind of see things like you may think I'm going to go on, you know, uh, whatever talent show is mm. the latest talent show, and sing. Yeah. And you may think you're the greatest singer in the world. Maybe mom told you you're the greatest singer in the world. Only because she loved you. But yeah, yeah. She's listening with love. And you need those people who are like, you know, maybe that's not a good thing. Or you may be a great singer, but mm-hmm. you're scared of singing, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who push you. Yeah. And you want you want both sides of those friends. Yeah, You want them to do that because for a lot of people – they, they just kind of hold back because they're always shooting for perfection or they're just overthinking.
1: Yeah, that makes me think of, I used to play tennis back in high mm-hmm. school. And tennis, which I've heard is kind of like golf in this way, it is a very mental game. Yeah, Like you are, it's just you. So yeah. if you're having a bad day, The score shows it pretty brutally. And so if you miss a point that you should have gotten Mm -hmm. or you hit a shot straight into the net when you know you could have easily hit it over and had a winning shot and it just goes straight in the net, one of the hardest parts is to get out of that zone and get your head out of that past mistake. Which is where the coach comes in. He yeah. comes in and is like, "Hey, man, you know that was the last point, blah 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 blah." Or you have a teammate to encourage you. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it is in life too. Sometimes yeah. we make a mistake that, yeah, man, I shouldn't have done that, yeah. and then you can get wrapped up in it if yeah. you're by yourself.
0: Well, and a lot of times, if you watch pregame uh, basketball, football, you'll yeah. see them doing the talk. And one of the things they always talk about is, "Hey, let's just relax mm-hmm. and go have fun." Mm-hmm. You know, we've done the prep, we've done all these things. And what they're basically saying is just trust the process, do your best, don't overthink. Mm -hmm. And I think we all do that because we hyper-analyze sometimes our own life, Mm -hmm. uh, our mistakes, and emotionally when we think, oh, I'm just going to fix myself emotionally, I'm going to do it all by myself. A lot of times we just get into our own head and we overanalyze everything and it really hurts us in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, it can. So we have the, the element of your willpower being limited. When you're yeah. with other people, it can multiply the power yeah. of what you're trying to do, accomplish, yeah. or become yeah. because you guys are spurring each other on. Yeah. And then we have that element of getting you outside of your own head, mm-hmm. uh, like if you're overthinking or getting yourself in a weird realm yeah. of thought. Yeah. But then you also have the element of blind spots. Hmm. That's true. Everybody's got them. Yeah. Everybody has those things that they're just kind of – willfully ignorant yeah. or maybe just ignorant without even knowing it. I mean, I've I can't tell you how many times I've had people come up to me and be like, "Hey, man, what's up with this?" And I'm like, "You're right. I yeah. am doing that. That's what a blind spot is. Yeah. A lot of times we can run into that and have those without even knowing it."
0: Well, and to me it's funny. I've I've had people do impressions of me over the years <laughs> and when they do the impression, you realize, mm-hmm. I do that. Yep. You know, they'll they'll get the verbal tick that you do or things, and you never eat, because you always do it. Yep. But when you see someone else doing it, you're like, I, I do that. Mm-hmm. I, I say things that way, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so it's hilarious the way people, I've had people make fun of me that way, and it makes me laugh. Oh, yeah. But it's so true, because I'm like, oh, yeah. I do all of that.
1: We did something one time at our offices at church where mm-hmm. we did bingo. And if somebody said one of the phrases that we had put on their board, we get we got to mark it and get bingo. And so, like one of mine is, I listen to podcasts a lot. Yeah. I listen to yeah. a ton of podcasts. Yeah. And so, like I heard a podcast about that was on the board. <laughs> um, and so, like you just and I never thought about it. You yeah, know, I just. You know, oh, I actually heard something about that the other day. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know how much I did it to where yeah, it's like my yeah. thing with everybody.
0: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things when you have a blind spot, you need those people to kind of help you see it sometimes, especially right. if it's hurting you. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have the ability to deceive ourselves. We're really um, good at that, and men are really good at that. You know, men are the ones who could be walking around and saying, "Hey, I'm wearing the same pants I wore since you know college." But what they're not saying is their waist has slowly gone down like 10 inches. Mm. You know, so they're wearing the same pants. They're just way lower than they got used the muffin to be.
1: Top going yeah, on. yeah. They got the big hang, muffin top. Overhang.
0: And 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 in their mind, I'm wearing the same pants. Mm-hmm. I don't look the same in them because they've kind of deceived themselves. Mm-hmm. Or you see the guy who's got the toupee. Mm. You know, and I'm I'm the worst at seeing toupees. Your mom was great at it. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, that guy's got implants. And I would be like, what? Yeah, his hair, those implants. No way. And then she said, if you look, all the little hairs come out of one spot. Mm. And I was like, no. And then so the next time I I was with the guy, I was like, he does have implants. You know, I never would have seen that. Mm -hmm. She nailed it right off the top. And I, I think, you know, it's one of those things sometimes as men, we think, oh, it's fine. But you need that voice to come in because... You know, we can have a problem, especially with the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, well, let's give the
1: example of a, uh, like a guy who's got anger issues. Yeah. And it's like, it's not my problem. Yeah. People just keep crossing me. Yeah. Or everyone else yeah. is just incompetent. Or people yeah. are just annoying. He's blaming everybody else, but he's not recognizing. What's the common denominator in all the situations yeah. where people yeah. are annoying you?
0: Yeah. You. It's you.
1: You're, you're the common denominator. Mm-hmm. And we all do that. Yeah. Everybody does that.
0: Yeah. And I think that's one of the things we have to be careful of because sometimes we cut people off from mm-hmm. coming to us with the mm-hmm. things because we don't want to hear it. Yep. We, we, when somebody comes to us and they say, hey, this is a problem, a lot of us, it's easy to get defensive. We all do it. Mm-hmm. But that's when you have those good relationships with people. If you've got a really good bond, you think, okay, this person really cares for me. They've got my back. I need to listen to what they say. Yeah. And if you don't have those people in your life, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Because you'll just, in your own imagination, be like, oh, everything's fine.
1: Yep. You'll be drifting off without even
0: knowing it. Yeah. But you need those people who are willing, out of love, to say, hey, you may want to look at this area. Yep. Yep. And, and the cool thing is it also works in the other direction. Mm-hmm.
1: We can have blind spots to our strengths or, or our positive traits or yeah. the things we're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I actually uh, – I was reading a book the other day and it was talking about how 29-year-olds are more disconnected with what they're passionate about than a nine-year-old is. Yeah. Like as you grow and as you get older, you get so used to what you should do, you forget what you love to do. Yeah. And yet somebody else could see like, man, your your face lights up whenever you do something like this. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, you get in the zone when you do something like that. Yeah. And so the passions you have or the things that you don't think about being good at, but actually you are. Yeah. Because for you it just comes naturally. Yeah. People can point that out and you're like, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess that is a strength, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's like, and even if something maybe you've worked on. Like for me, for years, I worked on trying to be healthier. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was, I was a, a big kid growing up. Uh, I got big as an adult. I was huge. And, and it wasn't until I really started working in a lot of areas of my life. I started working on my health. But I never felt like a healthy person. Right. And I didn't realize till a, just a few years ago. People considered me healthy. You know, oh, I'm not working out all the time like you, mm. and and I would always take that as you know, haha. Oh, if they knew the real me, mm. because in my mind I wasn't perfect. Mm. You know, I wasn't. Well, I, I'm. You know, I'm not below 20 percent body fat. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to get to 10 percent body fat or something crazy like that. So in my mind, I wasn't there. But to other people, you know, they considered me healthy, and it made me start to think. You know. I guess I am pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Am I am I like, you know, a Jeff Cavalier athlete next with my shirt off all the time? No. But I'm healthier than most. Yeah. And that really helped me because I realized it was my own mind. Mm-hmm. That I all I was still seeing myself as that fat kid. Mm. And and it's weird how we get those things in our mind and it takes a lot of work for us to really overcome that. And having people speak those things over us is a big help to us. Yeah. No, I
1: definitely agree with that, and that that works for external things and internal things. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, well, like for me, I I'm a nerd. And mm-hmm. so I love ancient history stuff. I love yeah. learning new things. I love, I enjoy literature. Yeah. And so like I enjoy learning nerdy facts about the Bible. Yeah. So like Bible Project, uh, they have a great resources for learning the Bible, by the way. Yeah. But they've got a podcast and all that stuff. And I listen to that stuff for fun. Mm-hmm. And people, you would think the way people treat me that I'm just a foremost Bible scholar, <laughs> which I'm not. I don't yeah. even know Greek or Hebrew. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. I'm not in that world. But because people treat me like that, I began to realize like, oh, this is a strength of mine Mm -hmm. that I can use to help other people that I never really thought of as a big strength. I just thought of it as an interest. Yeah. And so people can bring that out of you, which is cool.
0: And that's a good thing. You have people, you need people in your life because they can bring out the good. They can help you with the bad Mm -hmm. because, man, we really don't do very well on our own. Yeah. And and one of the examples I know we thought of was Luke Skywalker. Yep. In the new Star Wars movies that came out. Not that they're everyone's favorites. Boo. Um And mainly, this was one of the reasons. Besides Han dying. Yeah. They just made Luke into this bitter, angry old man. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody still has the image of him drinking the the milk, milk from that. Green milk? I think it was I, green I, milk. Yeah, it may have been. But it's just... It just it and that's what I think hurts everybody more is here's my hero destroyed his legacy, just just ruined yeah and and but why? Well, he went to that island, he was by himself all the time, just thinking over failures and mistakes. and I think that's something any man can do. Mm-hmm. We isolate ourselves and we put it on replay in our mind. You failed, you messed mm-hmm. up, you failed, you messed up. And we kind of beat ourselves up. So we need friends in our life to say, hey, it's not that bad. Stop. Or just, yeah, hey, you did mess up. But you know, today's a new day. Yeah. You need to get up and get moving. Yeah. And I think, I think too often when we isolate ourselves emotionally, we're, we're putting ourselves into that place to become that bitter old Luke Skywalker.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's an easy way to drift if we don't have people around us. Yeah.
0: And that's why we're challenging
1: you guys. Get around good men. Mm-hmm. Not just being around people. Yeah. Because sometimes we're like, oh, yeah, I can just be around people and I'm fine. Yeah. But you got to get around the right people. Yeah. Uh, for example, you're going to find quality people at a church, probably not at a strip club. Yeah. You yeah. know, if you're like, oh, I can just go to the bar and meet some yeah. some people that are fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, it's great to have fun with people but there's a lot more to good quality relationships than yeah. just having fun.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things. A lot of times you can find those guys in different avenues, different ways. And it's really that thing of just find people you connect with yeah. and people who maybe challenge you to be better. Yes. When you get around them, you're like, okay, I want to be a better person. Yep. Uh, you know, if, if they're making you want to be worse, probably not the best people for you to be around. If after you, you hang out with a group if you kind of regret it, that's not a good sign, yeah, but if you feel like I want to be better, those are good guys to hang around.
1: Oh yeah, I mean there's a there's a scripture that says "Iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. yeah, and it's the, it is so true. yeah you can get around people and they make you better, even if they're not calling you out or having yeah. a deep conversation, sometimes just seeing another person try. Yeah, that's I, a good point. Just seeing another person trying to do it right or yeah. another person that actually cares about their family or yeah. another person that actually prioritizes their faith. Just knowing they exist is so much more helpful than, well, I'm trying to do this on my own. Hopefully, I can yeah.
0: just willpower my way through. Well, it's like all the 12-step programs. One of the things mm-hmm. that empowers the people who go to that is they get around other people who are trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what we want to do. And, and, and for you guys out there, what you want to do is think through some, some questions. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about your friends or getting some friends, you know, think through some questions. We got a couple for you to kind of ask to kind of, kind of make it kind of happen. Give them the first question. The first question
1: is, does hanging around these people make me want to be better or worse? And it's pretty easy to answer. Yeah. Um, we're not trying to do rocket science here. No. This is just simple reflection. We, we ask you to do that a lot on this podcast because mm-hmm. a lot of us as guys just don't reflect. We're just going through life. We're just yeah. in that survival mode. Yeah, we're and busy. We, and one of the biggest things to get you out of survival mode is to pause and ask yourself hard questions. Mm-hmm. And this is one of them. Do these people that I'm hanging around... Whether they're coworkers or mm. whether they're people in your church community or in a volunteer basis, yeah. whatever, whoever they are, do they make me want to be better or do they shame me for trying to be better? Yeah. You know, do they yeah. make me better or worse?
0: I think that's good. And the other one is, does hanging out with these people make me want to live out my values or follow my base appetites? Yeah. You know, we get around guys who encourage us to be men of honor, mm-hmm. to do the right thing. We also can get around guys who tell us, hey, have another drink. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, no one will know. Go out with this woman, even though she's not your wife. That pressure can be on men in all sides. And so what you want to do is think, are, are the guys I'm hanging around, do they make me want to be honorable? Do I feel honorable? Or do I feel kind of like I'm becoming more of an animal? Just whatever my appetite yeah. says I'm going to do. You know, it's like you hear stories of conventions when all the men get together in Vegas and they're just going nuts out there. Their wives aren't there. Their families aren't there. You know, that's not good because what's happening is those men are encouraging them in your base appetites. And eventually that's going to catch up everywhere in your life. Yeah. Well,
1: let's give a practical example. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most common base appetites for guys is sexual stuff. Yeah. You can be, let's say, one of your values, which it should be is to have a healthy marriage. Yeah. That if somebody who challenges you to live out that value, maybe a person that makes you think, man, that person's going out on dates with their wife and Mm -hmm. having a good time. Maybe I should start working on that. Yeah. Or man, that guy had a hard conversation with his wife that he didn't want to have, but Mm -hmm. they're closer because of it. Maybe, maybe I should start talking about what I want. That's
0: good. Versus
1: being around a guy that anytime he has a fight with his wife, he goes and Watches porn or something. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. he talks with you about the porn he watches. Yeah. That kind of person is encouraging you to go to a base level appetite. That's a great point. That ultimately will hurt you. Yeah. That's one real life example, but there are thousands. Mm-hmm. Think about that for yourself. Yeah. What matters to you? What at the end of the day is something important? Yeah. And is this person encouraging you in that mm-hmm. or dragging you away from that?
0: Yeah, because the key is what's happening there is emotional. That's emotional. Those people are exerting emotional pressure on you. You're feeling that emotional. They're either calling you up or calling you down. And that's what we want to do is is understand that those are all emotional things. And you want to become emotionally strong so you can live out the life you want to live. And like we say, to live a life you're proud of, yeah. to live a life you're not ashamed of. Mm-hmm. And not that we don't all make mistakes. We do. But when you get that inside strength, you live from the inside out. And then you can live that life you're proud of the whole time.
1: Yes. A good way to think about it, the people that you are around will influence you mm-hmm. and you will influence them. And that can be a great thing yeah. or that can be a bad thing. The truth is emotional and social are very interlinked. Yes, And so this is just, we're trying to get you to think of them as synergistic. They mm-hmm. They influence each other, your social life and your emotional life. And so if one of the best things you can do for your emotional life is to develop a good, healthy, values-based social life. Yeah. And so that's our challenge for you today. And so think of those two questions, spend some time reflecting on that. And if you're lacking in that, there are plenty of resources and places that you can go. If you have any questions, feel free to message us or go to thrivingman.com. You can- Uh, Send us an email even, and we can help hook you up with some good people. There's a lot of guys out there who are trying to live, really live an excellent life. Yeah, it's true. And we want you to be one of them. Uh, If you want to grow in your emotional life very quickly, um, and and really with a lot of intentionality, we also have our emotional course. Uh, That emotional success course is on our website. You can check that out. Uh, We would encourage you, invest in yourself invest in your life because that's going to yield benefits for every other area of your life. Yeah, that's will. how you go from survival mode to living a life you can be proud of. And everyone in your world will thank you for it. Yeah. So keep uh, keep on investing in yourself, keep on growing, and we will see you in the next episode.
0: Thanks for listening to The Thriving Man Podcast. If you want to check out more resources from David and Reese, you can go to thrivingman.com. We'll see you in the next episode.